Hello, everyone. This is Brian and Marina with Good Dog Workshop, your podcast resource for successfully working with your dog. We'll help you sift through all the wrong and ridiculous information out there. We'll help you understand dogs and how to effectively work with a dog's nature, not against it. In short, we'll teach you how to speak dog. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. We appreciate it. Uh, how are you doing, Marina? Doing just fine. Um, we were actually downstairs having this conversation mm -hmm. about um, this family, and we looked at each other and said, we need, to we need a podcast this. so everyone else in our audience can be joined in on this conversation. Yeah. And this one, this one is, it's still pretty raw for me. Um, so basically what the situation is three, uh, pretty powerful breeds uh, of the same breed related, they were fighting and they were doing a lot of damage to each other and costing this family a lot of money. And eventually, uh, one of the people, one of the family members got injured as well and we were doing our best we had two in-person meetings several phone calls with them um and they just weren't getting it and five the, people living in the house five people living in the house and three dogs was, yeah three three two adults and three teenagers and the and and three dogs of the of the same breed um and long and short of it is the dogs are, are fine because we were able to get them to settle down mm -hmm. this is really the people just lack self-awareness they're just not paying attention to to what they're doing and and what's going on so this is another another case study on lack of self-awareness and and the humans are the problem here right um so these dogs are a brother and sister mm -hmm. and adults adults and a son adolescent so to clarify that the brother is, is separate from the sister and the son like like he's a, uh, he's a half brother. No, no, he's a full brother from a whole other litter, right? And then he he was the original dog in the house. Oh, oh, oh I, I see what you mean. Okay, got it. He was the original dog in the house. This family returned to the same breeder, got the son. Okay. And then returned again and got the son's mother, who happens to be the, the sister, a distant sister of the brother. Okay. So it's a little convoluted. But but the but that specific how the dogs are related is not so important to the to the story. But we're calling them sister, brother, and son. Yes. For for listeners out there, because we don't give want to give the peoples of the dog's name or any any of that away. Um, obviously, I don't know. The, this one this one just irritates me so much because this did not need to happen. Okay. Well, she called you because they were fighting, and what I find interesting in your notes here is. She keeps blaming sister. She's saying, we need help with sister. Mm -hmm. We need help with sister. So in the same sentence where she says, it's sister who is the aggressor to brother. When son charged brother for the first time, sister joined in on the attack. And I, that sentence within itself contradicts itself. Yes. Yeah. And, and we, we got all sorts of. This one's of... the aggressor, but this one started it. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, she she's just not 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 paying attention. So the perception of this situation, I think, is what we weren't able to change. What? Uh, yeah, we that's a that's a good that's a good way to put it. We to we, see the truth. We could not get the 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 wife in the family to see the reality of this. She searched the way she needed to, and there's a whole other topic there that we're not going to go into. But she saw sister as the aggressor as the new the new pack member and as 
the problem. The problem. Whereas sister was just responding to almost a complete lack of leadership in the house. Um, what sounded like, at least before I got there, or before we got there the first time, almost a complete lack of, of exercise, but certainly a lack of adequate for a exercise, very athletic breed. For a you. very athletic breed, um, and that, and not a not a not a senior citizen uh, dog either, um, but also uh, a dog that needed to to do something with the energy of one or both of the other the other male dogs in the house there you know there was there they put out a lot of energy in different ways and she's seeing the sister is seeing none of this get directed or corrected or anything so you know she's also the least qualified to do that job Yeah, and that's the and that's the worst part of it is she she's you know, because it, I think it, we walked in and had the easiest time controlling sister. And she and she was happy to be low man on the totem pole oh, once yeah. once we were able to, to correct her. So, yeah, this whole situation is so it's so bleep, it's a bit convoluted. It's bleeped up. It was it was not good. And it's it's one of the most frustrating um, times that I have ever had working working with a with a family and uh, and and dogs so that's within there is there is a happy ending to the story of, though there is there is um, but that's in 14 years of dog training of yeah. having this business what makes this one the most frustrating um, because and that's a great question so number one the at least one of the family members the person who contacted me initially the wife she was unrealistic um, she was giving information that not only was not what I believe was not true. Um, she was super emotionally she charged. She believed it was true, though. I understand that. but It's just important for the listener to know this isn't about lying. This is about... It, right and, th and not that's perceiving the truth yeah and that's and that's fine you know a lot of a lot of times especially when i'm interviewing clients on the on the phone talking to them for the first time i will ask a question a number of different ways if i feel i'm not getting the truth is mainly on exercise you know how many minutes did you walk the dog how far did you walk the dog when was the last time you walked the dog oh well how far did you get on that walk um so i feel that i was i was getting you know misinformation not purposefully but half truths not all the information but it was also emotionally charged she mentioned a couple times over the course of working with her that she wanted to bring this family back together family of boxers but she said she wanted to bring this family back together so like i said there's a whole other aspect there um, that we're not going to get into um so you know her her lack of self-awareness her lack of understanding what she was saying and how yeah. that came across to someone not her right okay um and uh and the fact that she just kept focusing all of her frustration on this one female dog and there was no reason for it other than what i believe are are some some past human issues in this person's it's very interesting how much she focused on that these dogs are related yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good point. And and you and I, we will we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but, and but I just I just want to want to yeah. finish the last part of that question. So the other reason that this um, was so is, has been so frustrating for me is um, we were able to get these dogs in line within, within minutes within minutes of walking in there. Um, so the dogs are fixable. This is not normally a breed where 
having been under exercised, we would be able to walk in and control them. That yeah, easy. and that's a that's an excellent point. We've worked with a couple. Some of the first first dogs that we worked with together. Oh yeah. Yeah, took and took some um, took some some corrections before we were able to able to get them in line. So, so the dogs were fixable. So that that's frustrating when you know dogs are fixable and the people just aren't getting it or aren't putting in the time or are distracted or stressed. You know everything you can think of. The deck was stacked against the dogs and and having them have a normal peaceful coexistence with the with each other um but then there was damage done and there was so much damage done to one of the dogs that teeth had to be removed because teeth were broken making him now defenseless and right and that's what i was told after after his surgery was now he's defenseless the one who was getting attacked now is defenseless okay great and then on top of that money which obviously no one wants to spend money when they don't have to money's being spent and now people are starting to get hurt trying to break up these fights so there are so many reasons why this is frustrating to me and and like all every reason existed in this in this set of appointments yeah that that makes sense it's not there's this one thing that if we just tweak that it'll all be better there's so much gunk to sift through between the human and dog relations in this house but it but it's it's really it's not the dogs no there's a and there's a little bit going on with the relationship but the people have to figure out their relationship with the dog in order for the dogs to be straight it's so interesting how many times in these notes you write down exactly what she has said to you and when was the last time you saw me print out four Four pages pages. of of notes and these are not even all of my notes these are all of the clients notes. i i I feel I should apologize to to our our listeners because I feel like I'm venting, but this is also the reason why I wanted to record this right now is because you have four pages of notes because of how hard you tried to fix this. Oh, okay, that's it's frustrating to not have control over a situation like that when an animal who is now really defenseless yeah. doesn't have a voice for himself. Right, and and the owner had written me several times saying he has been, uh, what did she, how does she word it? Um, this is affecting him psychologically. He has been traumatized. Um, I mean, she's she's written written these kinds of things so many times. So she feels that the that the brother, the dog they've had the longest, right, is um, is in in you know getting attacked in the worst shape is is the um, is the protagonist. Protagonist is that right? Yes, sure, sure. As opposed to, as opposed to the antagonist. Um, so that's how she feels. But yeah, she kept coming back to the relationship between the dogs and one dog was the aggressor when clearly then she would explain the um another dog dog was was the the aggressor aggressor. so lots of lots of confusing information lots of conflicting information lots of emotion so let's organize that a bit please um it's amazing how many times in here like you said she keeps saying son is food aggressive or son is resource guarding and that causes sister to jump on brother. Right. But the only thing she wants to correct is sister jumping on brother. Whereas what you and I would see is if you correct son, then there's no reason for sister to jump on brother. But if you only correct sister, remove her as a factor, you still have son resource guarding from the from brother. So it's it's convoluted. When we walked in Yeah, let's together, let's, let's start at the beginning of the first appointment. When we walked in together, um, it felt like the owner, uh, only one of the human family members was there. 
the yeah, just the wife, the woman who called you. She was almost frantic to to repeat everything she had already said to you, to spill her guts, to get everything off of her chest. And my tactic is normally to allow my clients their turn to do that, sure. be quiet, watch the dogs. And then when it's my turn, I let them know, hey, I heard you. I, I heard you. It's time to listen now if you want a solution to this. Mm-hmm. So that's where I was going. Around us, um, these three boxers had so much energy. And actually the oldest brother had the most sort of chaotic energy. Right. Not in an aggressive way. No, we just but kind just of too, bouncy. Too bouncy, not polite, not mannerly, not in order. And I perceived that sister was nervous about his behavior. Right. And no one's controlling him. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he needs to get under control. And I, I actually think that she, coming from a breeding situation, doesn't understand every social cue she reads. So she's concerned that play behavior can turn into a fight. Right. And I've perceived that in her a few times. Um, she kept giving whale eyes to brother. And you were sound correcting her. And that was it. Mm-hmm. So again... She was the easiest to control where brother is still acting like a knucklehead. You're touch correcting him. You're stepping into his space and it's taking a lot longer to regain control of him. Meanwhile, um, son isn't doing much. He's excited as well, but he also wasn't as easy to gain control over as sister. But the energy he was putting out was different. Yeah. It's very odd. Yeah. That's a, that's a weird one. It's hard to, it's hard to describe because it wasn't so big and bold and in your face, but it was definitely you know, notice he's kind of muted. Yeah. Until he, until something is necessary, like food. Yeah. And he goes from muted to very firm. Right. Um, yeah. Very interesting trio. It's interesting. A- and so anyway, so, so we walked in and started, started correcting the, and you were trying to explain what you were doing and what you were seeing. And our client was disagreeing with you or giving you more background information that she felt was imperative. So that's not somebody who's listening yet. Correct. Finally, when I felt she'd gotten enough out, I started to reiterate some of the things you were saying because you were down on the ground with the dogs, correcting and controlling them. So I started to reiterate some of the things you were saying, narrate what you were doing, and she started to talk again, and I held up my hand (laughs) and looked at her like, yo, it's time to fix it. We heard you. Right. It's time to fix it. Um, and and I felt like she regained control of herself. Okay. And started to listen, but I, she just could not read from these dogs what you could, or what I could. Um, and so despite it being really easy for you to, you you popped sister, and then she was done. Yeah, she was you, like, cool, I don't have to worry about this anymore. Yeah, she you, was way at the back of the pack after you, that. You said that I got her with both hands, though, before I she settled down, right? Okay. But so I, I think that was the first time you touch corrected her. Okay, that, that could have been. But I gave I gave her a firm correction. If I'm using two hands, I'm giving a firm correction. And then from there, she you called it kidney beaned. She's like wiggling, and she's turning her it's head when, towards her butt. Yeah. She's and, showing a super high level of submission. I was like, okay, this dog I can work with. Yeah, and, whereas and, the other two were more difficult. And 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 for and for me at that point, I was like, okay, we don't need to worry about this dog this dog anymore because but she is so controllable. The owner was having such a hard time letting go. Yeah, she she almost could not like change resentment. Her mind. Yep. Um. From there, 
we tried to create these situations. Sorry, before you get into that point, sure. one thing I want to say is when you're talking about the client couldn't read the dogs, okay, so just think of it as um, you, I don't know, I'm old, so let think of it as <laughs> you're, you, you project something onto a wall or onto a screen, okay? Can't like, see the wall anymore. W well, oh, all right, that's kind of interesting. No, I, no I'm going a different way. Okay. Um, projecting like a couple of sentences or a quote, okay? Everyone in the class is reading the quote, and one student is back there, like she just dumped her book bag on the floor or something, and she doesn't even realize the projector's on. She doesn't know there's a quote on the oh. on the wall. She's paying attention to other stuff that does need tending to. Obviously, you got to pick your stuff up off the floor, whatever. But she's not even paying attention, and that that's how I see working with this person. Okay. Is, Everyone else is aware of what's going on. We at least see it. You know, not everyone can address it as well as maybe, you know, you and I were able to. But she just can't even see it because she's stuck in a, not a, not necessarily her own little world, but different. She's, got so, she's juggling too many. Yes. Different aspects tests. of life that she's got. To, she's stressed about this. She's thinking about this. She's thinking about that. And then it just kind of keeps cycles. And every once in a while in that cycle, the dogs come up and she will pay attention. She will notice. But not but, until something really bad happens. Yeah. Or, or just, or just occasionally. But yeah, she's, she's just not paying attention, not focused on these dogs and realizing the dogs need a great deal of focus most of the time. Right. So I'm sorry. I just wanted to insert that because that's, that's, I guess that's the other frustrating part of this was at the same time, my feelings about her perception as well was she could see the same thing we were and still come to a different conclusion. Yeah, still interpret it very differently. Because of her emotions clouding her judgment. Yeah. So whatever she's feeling towards sister, the new dog, mm -hmm. the female, the one that is going for her precious baby, the one she's had the longest, yeah. brother. That is her perceived problem instead of the boys are creating a problem that only sister is willing to address this dog has since been um we've since facilitated her uh rehoming and in order to do that i obviously needed to ensure that she could live in a home with other dogs so i introduced her to sailor and sasha none of this behavior exists with sailor and sasha um, she is so submissive Sasha can correct her and Sasha does not correct adult dogs right. effectively yeah. but she's so submissive she moves out of Sasha's way and, and I find that interesting because of how much damage this dog was doing to her brother so to me that is a dog who has absolutely no business being anywhere near the top of the pack and when she feels that that task is being thrust upon her she, she just goes she panics out. she just goes off yeah um and and I with the stress of that position sure i think i think that's a that's a good way to put it and i didn't see the level of damage to the dogs nearly the level of damage that that this um that this owner or that these owners told us they would make it sound much worse than when we see a couple of scrapes or scab here and there when i facilitated the adoption Sister had stitches, a cut under her eye, and scrapes all over her neck. Sorry, I'm talking about the first, the first, the first meeting. Okay, we, okay. We met with him first. So after, so after the first meeting, you know, it was it was all. Uh, let's see if I can find my notes here. Um, you know, one one dog 
got uh, got all growly with the with the other um, over uh, over a treat, and then um, those two males got into it, and then sister got and and jumped on. So it was two on one, and. Uh, one of the parts that concerned me when I first heard this on the phone was that sister was going for the leg of brother yep. and or would clamp down on the neck. Okay. Again, I take this with a grain of salt when I hear it because people panic. They're, right. they're emotional. So I was, and, and this is, this is why you and I did this one together. Cause I was like, if it's this bad, I want to have four hands in there that, that I can trust to be able to sure. pull these dogs off each other. But when we got there, I'm like, okay. Not seeing stitches, not yeah. seeing scars, not seeing blood. The dogs are able to be near each other and move around fine. And there's no one dog cowering in the corner from another dog, anything like yeah, that. Yeah, I was kind of amazed because when we were walking into the house, I said, are they all loose? And yeah. there was no one else in the house. Yeah, and she I, said, I yeah. I'm yeah, like, how you, bad is this Yeah, I remember you, you asking them? that. And, and I kind of looked at Joe's like, okay. So she she you know gave us a whole lot of information that was, that was pretty emotionally charged. Um. That was after the first one. So we went and, and so, yeah, I guess, guess get back to the story is, is we, we walked in, I was working with, uh, with sister, you were talking to the, to the owner. And then what was the next highlight of that, of that first appointment? We decided to try to create this situation again to help our client focus and be able to read the body language right. and, um, correct her dogs yeah, to see before anything happened right to see if we could recreate it and and show the owner okay do you see that right there now that needs to be addressed so i did this by playing with the two males and allowing them to be excited yeah and this is again where i feel sister just can't tell the difference between positive and negative excitement okay um and i in seeing her with my own dogs i felt that was true as well sasha invited her to play and she wasn't oh she kind of freaked out yeah, she just moved away and okay. avoided. No no sign of aggression or escalation, but just like, I don't trust that. Yeah, avoiding, right? avoiding play. That's definitely a lack of, of social skills. There. And, you know, she'll get there. But the two boys are playing and she's triggering like, what's that growl? What's this? What's yeah. this? Almost like a, a person misinterpreting play. Sure. Um, so she just didn't live as a pet. Doesn't get it. Hold on. Did you, did you just hit on something? Maybe. The female dog is misinterpreting, is the, reading the language of the other, the language and the energy of the other dogs wrong. Yep. The way the female human was. Yep. So they're the same. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Folks, that's a wrap. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't, I didn't put those pieces together, but yes, in, in, in that. It was, it was difficult to get it. That's a reason it's good. We were both at this appointment. Yeah. It was difficult to. To compile put all, this, all of this information. Yeah, coming from different directions. So, so yes, as you were playing with the dogs, and then and then you sister were over was coming with sister, over. and she was going to launch off the couch at mm -hmm. the boys. She was definitely going to launch. I still, uh, I can't see it in my mind where the owner recognized that that was about to happen. She didn't. Okay. <laughs> she she only notices when it's happening. Right. Or, or no, 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 I should say after, after it's already happening, but yeah. I, but I was able to, to correct uh, sister with just sound at that point. Right. And maybe, yes. maybe a little bit of body language. Maybe I, maybe, maybe I approached leaned. her a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't, I didn't have to touch her after that. I could correct her with eye contact. Yeah. Like, don't come over here. Right. Right. 
Um, and she was fine. And it was just about retraining her pattern. Yeah, that don't worry about this. We've got this. You right. don't need She's to like, do anything about this. She's like, but I usually do. I was yeah. like, nope. Don't. Yeah, that, that's old behavior. Don't do that anymore. So I wanted to address um, the resource guarding issue with Sun, and I felt like the owner didn't take that seriously enough. Yeah, that was... That Which was, I'm like, isn't this the reason Yeah, that was disappointing. Um, but you're right. I mean, he hyper-focused on that food, but he doesn't have like a problem-solving capability. So it was difficult to get him to be calm and submissive right. over food. It's not like he was going to snap at me, but he was just so tense about it. Yeah. Like, it, it was very bizarre. The the blank, very animal look on his face. Yeah, yeah. Just just very kind of primitive. Almost. Yes, and, primitive and, is and, the perfect word. And hyper-focused. Primitive is the perfect word. Um, in front of me, with the treat bag, with his food bowl, he didn't snap at his uh, pack mates. Mm-hmm. But it does sound like that is the real issue. Right. Is his resource guarding behavior. That, because that, but that, that's the trigger. That's the yeah. trigger for all of these dogs fighting. Right. Well, if you remove the trigger, then you remove. Okay, so let, let's be clear on that. We're not removing a trigger. We're not saying, okay, a bowl of food triggers this dog, therefore okay, we, okay. Don't, we don't feed dogs. No, 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 this is good because this is something we, we tell our clients all the time. We are going to retrain. Retrain. So it is no longer a, a trigger. Yes, thank so, you. And, and we do this by claiming, is saying, okay, this is, this is causing problems with the dogs. Okay, it no longer belongs to any of you. This is mine. So you don't get to claim it because you don't get to claim something that's not yours. Mm-hmm. So now I call it Xbox theory. Uh, okay. Because it translates to a lot of our clients well because they have children. Oh. <laughs> okay. So my mom would say to my brother... I bought that Xbox. Got it. it is mine. If I don't want you playing it, then you don't get to play my Xbox. <laughs> if I want to throw it out the window, then it goes out the window. Got Your it. move. So I, I usually don't even have to explain that to a parent. I'm like, Xbox theory. They're like, we get it. And all this time, I'd never heard that from you before. <laughs> I like that. So, so yes, just, just claiming. So, yeah, we are not saying... We're going to remove the food or the or the person or the toy or whatever. Go to the people's house. We've picked up all the toys. Okay, you're not working the problem. Nope. You, you, have, you have to solve. And what happens when that management triggers. technique fails? Yes. It comes right back. When, the do- when someone walks across the house with a plate of food and the dog decides, well, I'm going to claim that yeah. now. You know, you can't always remove the trigger. You have to reframe the dog's mindset about it right um so that's what i was trying to address and oddly enough the owner was good at dishing out treats to her dogs giving them commands all of them nose to nose yeah that was interesting is is, because for once all her focus was on them yeah she she was able to be focused in those moments and is that just because it's a because I really don't know the answer. Is that, is that because it's a fun thing to do or it's fun to show your dogs? Or I, I, Maybe it's just obvious. It's obedience training, not behavior training. Oh, okay. I mean, I... And, and they're doing tricks and things like that. Yeah, I suppose I suppose it just could be that, that kind of simple. As if, if my dog knows obedience, then my dog is well-behaved. And they're not the same. So, mm-hmm. okay. Anyway, so, so continue. 
Well, that's where we went with that. And I wanted to test. I mean, I don't, I don't think of anything noteworthy in the house anymore. But I wanted to test sister. And to be honest with you, I was already thinking about her next home. So I wanted to test sister right. and kind of also show this owner that your dog is not aggressive right. to other dogs. That is not what's going on and, here. And she and she couldn't hear that. Every time one of us has brought that up in the past couple of weeks, or, because or, she or said weeks after, yeah, we she were told she was it. aggressive towards females, not males. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, she's not aggressive she's towards not aggressive. dogs. So we took her out on leash, and I introduced her to Sasha, a female. Nothing. So that we could show that there, you know, if there is a trigger here, we'll we'll show you what that is. But yeah, there was nothing. Nothing. Uh, out of that house, away from those other two dogs, mm-hmm. nothing. And then she approached your truck and Ariel and Sailor were in the truck and they all went nose to nose smelling each other. Nothing. Yep, at the and that, of that the would door. be a perfect place for that to happen too. All nose to nose, eyes to eyes. In, in a threshold of the of the open door because that's a tight space too. It is, yeah, it is a, it's a perfect kind of perfect storm. But I don't think it mattered. I don't think it changed the owner's perception that her dog is not aggressive no. towards other dogs. No, it didn't. Some Somehow, being away from the other dogs, stepping outside, our dogs, uh, who knows? But no, right. it, it absolutely did not change her mind. So that's been, I, I mean, you got one of those emergency phone calls. They all just got in a fight. Somebody's hurt and you went over there. Yeah. I, I forget what the time frame here is. I, I apologize about that. Was it, a, I can it, show you. Was it a week or so? I think it was, was only a week or so. Cause I remember seeing it on the calendar and being like, Hey, when did this happen? Yeah. So I, I got a call from the, from the wife and she said, just, uh, um, just had a fight. I was, you know, uh, Oh my God. On, on the floor. You're not going to believe this. What? It was two days, two later. days later. Okay. So even worse. So two days later, she was, Working with one dog on on the floor, another one came up. She didn't see that dog, and they started getting into it, the two males. And then the female comes across, sister comes across, and then gets in the middle of it. She is trying to break them apart. The the wife, um, uh, she gets sister off. The males are still going at it. She puts sister in a back room or something like that, separates them, which is, you know, you have to do in in the moment, but then you bring them back together. You have to bring them back together. You have to bring them back together to show them peaceful coexistence. This is what we demand. Um, they got the two, got the two males off and in all that, there was one, possibly two broken teeth. Jeez. Uh, one of them being one of the incisors, the, the, what we, what we know as the canine. Um, and the wife got, I didn't see it. She had a bandage over, she didn't go to the hospital. So she didn't think it was, it was too bad. And I gotta, gotta give her props for that is, you know, she handled that like a champ. Mm-hmm. She was, she was not taking the focus from from the dog she was like yeah i get bit on the hand but i'm not worried about it. i'm not going to go to the hospital you know mm-hmm. stitches whatever so I, I really appreciated that um but she did get bit in the process so it was escalating so the dogs were getting worse going after each other with more intensity because she had a tough time breaking them up and she was the only one home at that at that point in um, the meantime you were trying to exercise a step one to rehabilitating this yeah. kind of issue and you were trying to introduce her to our favorite dog walker, Jacob. And she canceled. Actually, I just got a text from him. She's canceled on him a sixth time. Okay. And so so this is another part is is not only all of the frustrations that I've been listing all along, but she also does not want, this woman does not want a solution to this problem. She wants to perpetuate problems, I believe, so that she can focus on 
this and not focus on holy crap i've got this other stuff going on in my life mm -hmm. i really need to need to address mm -hmm. so in you know instead of uh <clears throat> cleaning up the uh the, the vegetable oil something slippery you spilled on the floor you're just going to keep spinning the plates and walking across the vegetable oil and eventually it's going to become one giant nightmare so yeah so this uh, i recommended you know getting the dogs out for for more exercise um, before, before the second fight happened and that kind of happened a little bit, I got a little bit of an update on it, but they weren't doing enough. And I said, if you don't have time, and um, more importantly, they weren't doing the dogs together. You can't rehabilitate a pack by walking them separately. They, they weren't, they weren't working hard enough to get the dogs integrated on the walks because it was always an excuse. Well, I can't handle three by myself. Well, you got five people in the house. Certainly five people can take. 20 minutes a day and get all three dogs out together. So lot, lots of excuses from, from this as well. Um, but yeah, we, you know, I, I told, told these people a number of times, I said, I'll, I will bring Jake over here and he will, you know, help you with anything having to do with dogs behaviors. But more importantly, he will show you how to walk these dogs or he will walk the dogs for you because he walks so fast and Jake can handle anything that we've seen. So I was very comfortable. And then she canceled once, twice, and now it's six times she's canceled. So she does not want a solution to this, to this problem. And not once has she said, we don't have the money. It's not about the money. Because mm -hmm. I would give... People I would are give, generally honest about Yeah, that. I would give people a pass on that. Right, you're right. People are generally honest about that. But it's not about the money. She does, not, she does not want this solved or she does not want someone else to show her that it can be solved, but she can't do it. And I apologize for being so harsh, but like I said, dogs are getting damaged. Dogs are losing teeth. Dogs are having to undergo surgery. Not the just... brother lost most of his teeth. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't hear the extent when she when she said that. I was like, good grief. Um. And but anyway, you got maybe it was that phone call, and you recommended rehoming him. The yes. brother. Yeah, and she and she did not want to hear that. And she said, if anyone goes, it's sister. Again. And, right. And I not the problem. Right. And I said, I said, well, why is that? Well, she's she's the newest and she's the aggressor. I'm like, no, she's not the aggressor. I understand she's the newest, but if you remove her, the two males still fight. Who trigger each other or one triggers the other will still fight. You will still have fights on your hands. And I I, I believe that that still will be the case. It's it's yet to be seen. And maybe we didn't help the situation by doing this. But I had somebody who wanted a female boxer and who has been looking for one. So I facilitated the rehoming of sister. Right. Which I feel is great for sister because all of the blame for this entire yep. situation is being put on this dog's shoulders. A dog more submissive than Sasha, which I have not met yet. Yeah, we haven't, we haven't seen that That's the first yet. dog I've ever met. That Sasha can boss around instantly. Yeah. So, so from that standpoint, it's a it's a much better outcome for sister, but the owners are still going to be having problems in the because in the house. Son is with, still resource guarded. Right. With the with the other two dogs, and unless they can find a way to get their heads out of their rears, they're not going to be able to uh, to solve this. And I think there's I think there's some discord between between the adult family members in the in the household too. Um, so I don't know if they're on the same page about, uh, about this. Um, I'm not sure how much the kids are helping. They seem, seem kind of, kind of blase when, um, when I was, when I was there and not real engaged. And I had heard that during one of the fights, 
Um, one of the kids was just in a corner, corner screaming, which is fine. You can be scared, but you know, adding that kind of energy or, or, you know, as a parent, not being able to tell your kid that doesn't help stop that or go outside or whatever, while I'm trying to get these two dogs from killing each other. So I think, I think there's way too much going on in this, in this household. This should at most be a one dog household, or they should just go back to a plant or stuffed animals or something. And I know that sounds like a joke, but I'm dead serious is, is these people should have the simplest of dogs. And when they get that dog under control, then they can they can graduate to a second dog because you know when it when it comes to animals getting hurt here i have i have no tolerance so i'm glad we got sister out of there there's still going to be still going to be problems and like i said when i went to get her she had a stitch cut under her eyes she got cuts on her neck when you did the intro with sailor and, and sasha yes yeah okay uh and introduced her and the family to their new to her the new, new owner right okay um and those cuts, what I was told, those cuts, those stitches were from Sun. He resource guarded a, a bone from her. And right, and, and ended up going after his mother, which we which had not been part of the equation before. So it definitely feels this whole time that some part of this is getting worse. Yeah. Some part of it is escalating. And you know, they they were they were resistant to um, to rehoming any of the dogs and then they're re resistant to rehoming the one I suggested. And all the time I'm thinking, you know, you guys are paying us. Right. Okay. We get paid to do this. We are, we're technically professionals. We're also, we're also pretty good at this. Um, you're paying us to give you advice and then you refuse to follow that advice and you make excuses why you but can't continue to call back and you continue to call back. It's so weird frustrating for my for us but it's so weird why a person would would do that but like i said that's kind of a a different a different podcast a different different conversation there um so the end result here is sister is in a fantastic home yeah and from what i hear she's doing she's doing great i've seen pictures here and there she looks very relaxed very very comfortable um it's only been a couple days i saw her in her new home and without her brother and son she is an easygoing, calm dog. Right. I keep coming back to without that one person in right, the household, right. without the wife, right. this dog can relax. So, because if you and I had moved into the, this right, conversation, that's right. If you and I had moved into their household and kicked them out, we would have had no fights, no problems. We would have figured out what any of the triggers are. We would have resolved those. So the question the three we dogs. were mulling over, right, is is this? More, I, I mean, we we know that the people are a huge factor. It, yeah. it is the case. Every creature is a product of their environment, including people, but especially dogs are a product of their environment because we have hobbies and friends and jobs and our dogs have us. They can't pack their bags, look at their owner. This isn't working out and try something new. And most dogs can't even open a door to say, you know what? I just need to get away I from this toxic exercise. energy yeah. and get outside for a bit and, and have some breathing room and be in nature. And then when they communicate to us through these episodes, we blame them. So I still was mulling over the idea of, does it make it worse that all of these dogs were related? And, and right. And this is what caused the podcast is, I don't know the answer to that. I'd like to do some more research, you know. So we so we need to look into that some more. I'm I'm sure that is an element because I remember years ago Carlos had worked with these two pugs. I remember Rose and Bandit, mother and son, and she was attacking her son 
after X amount of time with the with the owner and, and Carlos actually got the took Bandit away and found him a, a, a new home. Um, and you said, why would that be? And I said, I don't think it's natural for right. the young to grow up into adulthood with their parents. And continue to stay with their parents, which is funny. I be- think that several of our listeners could agree. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it it is. I described it like uh, having your 25-year-old still living, still in, the living in the basement. Yeah. And I don't feel that that's not that that doesn't apply to sister's situation. Sure. I, I just think, again, you said if you or I or Carlos moved into that house, right. we'd have it under control because sister would no longer be parenting son. Someone else is parenting, right? Well, yeah, they could still they could still coexist, but without a, Hi, you know. They're uh, equal now. Yes. Yeah, without a, without a higher ranking officer in there to tell, to remind them, no, 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 you two, you two are the same same rank despite your relation your your actual biological relationship to each other you two are the same rank and both of you are, are beneath me and that's what was missing so i think i think you're right it requires more study but yeah i was gonna say that it nature, requires more research nature is is part of this but the environment i think is is the much bigger part and we the people are the environment and so if we're not self-aware if we're not paying attention if we're too busy if we're too stressed out if we're too whatever and not enough focused on our dogs Stuff like this is going to happen, and it's just going to get worse and worse and worse until something really bad happens. And in my opinion, a dog losing a number of his teeth, that's something really bad. So this this did not need to happen. It's, su- it's such a shame. I'm always the silver lining, always the bright side. I am glad we made some change before a lot more damage was done. Correct. I don't know if it's going to be enough. I guess you you would say you mean to, it won't be that to, that we remove sister from the equation. It, it won't be enough to prevent more damage. Yeah. No, it'll something else will happen again. In but this. maybe that's maybe that is a wake up moment. I'm hopeful it is where it's like, hey, you know that thing you were blaming for mm-hmm. all of this, it's gone. What do you have now? I. I hope so, but I've worked with enough people that have had similar issues where, you know, we've been able to, to say to them, whether it's been me or, or, you know, you or Carlos or Josh or whoever, to say, this is this is bad right now. It is going to get worse unless you do these things. And then when verily we get the call back a week, couple months later, mm-hmm. my dog bit someone. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm being taken to court. Animal control is coming over. What do I do? And my, you know, my first thought is, well, you should have done these things before, but now it's kind of too late to do those things. Right. And this is going to get expensive and much worse for you before you can really address what you can do about the dog's behavior now. Sure. And I don't, I don't want that to happen. I don't want anyone to get bit. I don't want. But that's why we're so honest. That's why we give our opinion as clearly as possible, even when it's not good news, even when we're not going to make friends giving that opinion. Right. It, it's if I don't tell you this, then I'm part of the problem. Yeah. And, and I certainly certainly never want to be part of the problem. And I want to I want to help people solve these things because mm, almost all of them are solvable. Right. <sighs> How do you feel now? It feels better to get this off. So, I again, I apologize because I feel like I'm venting to you at the same time. I feel like we needed to tell our audience about this so that people, you know, maybe are going through some of this and realize, okay, I am one of these people. So let me, let me get off the pot and 
not not medical, you know, the, the phrase blank or get off the pot. Let me let me get off the pot here and actually do something to make this better. So I, I yeah. hope that that some of our listeners understand that or at the very least, our listeners realize this kind of thing happens, they see it, you know, with their friends, or relatives or whatever, and their dogs and can and can offer them advice or maybe people it, this just... is just the war on <laughs> humanizing dogs. It is. Uh, okay, I think I think it's more more than that. I think it's the war, kind of the war on ignorance. Sure. Is Ugh. Okay, yeah, you you know you get get someone into your home who doesn't speak your language. Try work hard to try and find some common ground. You know, if you have an exchange student who right. speaks only, I don't know Portuguese. Okay, right. I know a little bit of Spanish, a little bit of German, a little bit of Italian. Portuguese is different. Sure. Okay, so am I just gonna? go off of hand signals and body language only with this person? No, I'm going to try and learn Portuguese and I'm going to try and teach them as much English as I can. So many people just don't even think to do that and learn dog. Right. And so, yeah, I, I kind of feel like it's the, it's the, the war on ignorance. Ironically, I was talking to another one of our boxer clients, um, Aries is oh, yeah. the dog. Mm -hmm. And um, I tell her about the situation a lot because she, finds our job very interesting and she was venting to me about somebody um who had their dog off leash and he he approached Aries and I told her like lately I've run into so many situations where people are trying to read my dog in front of me yeah and I'm like no <laughs> or, or just like her He's saying, oh, I get it. You have a boxer. So like off-leash dogs can't approach your dog only. She's like, no, you shouldn't let your dog right. run up to any dog. Like it's not my fault because I have a boxer. Um, so it's just, it's just funny people's perception mm -hmm. of dogs and how much of how we don't realize how much of ourselves we apply to our perception of dogs. We don't bother to try to learn them and understand them as much as we assume a lot of their... Sure traits it's like an imaginary friend yeah and and yeah that's a great way to put it and we end up projecting yeah. our own fears insecurities strengths whatever onto this dog or this imaginary friend and so it kind of becomes a faint carbon copy of us yeah and it shouldn't be like that there is a woman in town uh this is where we'll end it okay this is a, a little bit of a lighter note should i say her name no okay <laughs> there's a woman in town um where I walk the dogs every day and she met Sasha and she was petting Sasha and, you know, asking me about her and talking to her way too much and in a high pitched tone and trying to get Sasha to come in for a hug. And right. Sasha's really not that dog. No. And I was like, it's, it'll be fine. The moment will pass. And she asked where I got her. I said, SPCA, I said, former breeding dog, yada, yada, yada. And she goes, Oh, you can just see it in her face. She's still so sad. And I was like, no, it's been several years. Like, I worked really hard. No, you're sad. Yeah, you're sad. <laughs> and she was like, no, but they never forget. Like, you can just see it in her face that she's still so sad and she'll never get over it. And I was like, why do you need her to be? Yeah. Like, why are you like, go get your own dog to do that, too. Get away from or, mine. Or better yet, don't get a dog. Yeah, get and, a plant. Yeah, get a plant or a stuffed animal or something and, and project all of your your stuff onto onto that. But it's that. It, uh, and because we work in people's homes, we work so closely and intimately with our clients. 
we see it mm -hmm. so much. It's, hey, what's going on with you? Because I have to figure that out before yeah. I can help your dog. Yeah. It's it's fascinating. But it does put us in situations like this one. <sighs> yes. Um, anyway, I, so thank you, everyone, for listening. I apologize if uh, I was whatever unkind or or ill-tempered or whatever in this in this podcast but i really felt that this was important to um to get out there and 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 have you all hear about this now uh quick tease for our next podcast i got a new dog yep and her name is callie and she is a cattle dog and you, to learn more listen to our next podcast about callie the cattle dog callie the cattle dog so thank oh, you yeah, everyone. <laughs> thank you everyone for listening. We appreciate it. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to help spread the word, please give us a five-star review and tell your friends to listen and subscribe. We're available on Apple Podcast, Buzzsprout, Spotify. What's the other one? Spotify. Spotify. iHeartRadio. iHeart. Oh yeah, iHeartRadio. Great. And wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, don't forget to check out our videos on our YouTube channel. And Marina's Instagram, Instagram at Marina, the number four good dog workshop. This has been Brian and Marina. Thanks for listening. Thanks, everyone. Take care.